Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 13, titled The Firebending Masters. So, now we are starting off the field trips with Zuko portion of the series. <laughs> I'm not joking. The next several episodes are all just various characters going on field trips with Zuko. It's pretty great. And this is a fantastic field trip with Zuko to start off with. This is a really fantastic episode. Uh, It's very beautifully done. Tells this great self-contained story. Uh, that really gets you to look at firebending in a very different way. Makes you think twice about fire equals bad. That preconceived notion that this show has hammered into you for like two and a half seasons now. It's really, really phenomenal and has some great themes to it. Uh, I love, I love the shared arc that both Zuko and Aang go on in this episode. Because... Both of those two characters have, up until this point, viewed fire in a very specific way. Like, Zuko has viewed fire as rage, pure anger, power drawing from lashing out. Zuko has viewed firebending... As kind of this outlet for his anger. And now that Zuko has embraced a different philosophy that clashes with firebending because it's all he knows. That's the only source of fire he understands. So now he has to go and search for a way to channel firebending through a different method. And of course Aang... We have that whole deal with the deserter where he burned Katara and vowed never to firebend again. Of course, that was never going to last. And he kind of views this fire, he views fire as something purely destructive. He views fire as this negative element that can only harm people. But now Aang goes on a very similar journey of kind of finding a different way to view that element. Finding a different way to... Finding a different way to perceive fire. And then of course they eventually end up realizing like 
Zuko has a new drive for which he can channel passion from. And Aang realizes that fire is more light and energy than anger and destruction. So they both become firebenders as a result. And I also love Iroh's little off-screen arc where Zuko says, yeah, uh, Iroh wasn't always great. Uh, He actually hunted down dragons. He slayed the last dragon. So there's that. He sort of ended up delivering the final blow of dragon extinction after my ancestors started that trend. But then you realize very, very end that Iroh learned the same thing that Zuko and Aang learned in this episode. Was shown the same multicolor fire that Zuko and Aang are shown in this episode. And so he learned a different way to channel firebending. And he embraced this different ideology of like firebending is not destruction and rage. Firebending is light and energy. And because of doing that, he spared said dragons and lied and said he killed them so no one would come looking for them. Like, this does so much for Iroh's character, and yet, he is not in this episode, like, at all. That is incredible. That's how good this show is. Like, they're able to deliver an amazing arc for a character entirely off-screen. And have it work. And have it not feel like, well, okay, why didn't you just show us that? It's just so fantastic. Uh, I also do want to mention, very quickly, uh, the Sun Warriors city. It looks real pretty. It looks really, really great. Uh, It kind of has this rustic, uh, sort of like an Aztec or Mayan civilization look. It's just really, really beautiful. They went really, really ancient. With the inspiration for this architecture. And I really, really love it. It's a really, really cool city. And I kind of wish they spent more than one episode in it. Like, I don't know what they would have done (laughs) with another episode set in that city. But it's so beautiful that it's like, it's worth more than one episode. I get why they never went back to it. I just wish they did. (laughs) Because it's so, so great. Uh, the opening sequence with Zuko and Aang doing their little firebending lessons and Zuko discovering he can't firebend is really, really fantastic. And it really does show how how much Zuko's transition has affected him, how much that little whiplash transition has thrown him off his game. Because, like... He's not doing fire. He's not making fire good because he's not channeling rage. And while he's not channeling rage to not make fire good, he's also getting angry about it. And there's some really, really fantastic comedic moments in there. Uh, Especially when Sokka shows up and is like, Hey, jerks! Mind if I watch you jerks practice your jerk bending? Get out of here! (laughs) I have something to tell you. I've lost my stuff. Hey, don't look at me. I haven't touched your stuff. I mean my firebending. I can't do firebending anymore. (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. I'm just laughing at the irony. You know how great it would have been for us if you lost your firebending a long time ago? <laughs> so good. Oh, I also really, really like how Toph tells the story of her learning earthbending from badger moles. How she, like, went and went into a cave, went, ran away and hid into a cave and just learned earthbending from badger moles and just formed this connection based on the fact that they were blind and she was blind and she learned earthbending directly from the original source. I love it. Like, it's such a nice little... That in and of itself is a fantastic little short story. That really did a wondrous job of providing the origins of that character. Like, it's it's so, so good. That would have been worth its own episode, but even, like, just the two-minute chunk that we saw of that was fantastic. Uh, when they eventually go into the Sun Warrior City, I also love the logic of, well, the dragons are extinct, and they were the first firebenders, but, you know, first people to learn from the dragons, the Sun Warriors... Their civilization was not too far from where we are now. We could go there. Uh, I especially love the scene with the egg trap. Aang and Zuko do that dancing dragon deal, which I love that firebending form. They do that whole thing, and then they bring up this, like, glowing egg deal from the floor, and they pick it up. And are like, oh, what's this? And then all this sticky glue comes out. And they're, they end up being stuck to this one grate. Like, not being able to move. That is a really, really good scene. And then eventually, of course, the actual Sun Warriors show up. Apparently the Sun Warriors, still alive. Not a dead civilization. And then we go through this whole... Ritual of learning from the firebending masters. Uh, Ren and Cha, I believe their names were. I already forgot, even though I just watched this episode like 15 minutes ago. So they do this whole ritual where they take a piece of the eternal flame each. And they're all like, they're holding their little fire. And they're walking over to the deal. Walking over to that little ritual place. And I love how Zuko's fire is totally fine, but Aang's is, like, little small and tiny. Like, he's being way too timid with it. Because he's afraid to have it go out of control. Like, that on its own is a nice little touch. That's a nice little character touch that they didn't have to put in, but it's fantastic and falls so in line with how Aang views firebending at this point. So, he's got the fire going, and they get to that ritual place, and they're like, okay, these masters, they will judge you, they'll look at uh, your past, and your ancestry, and who you are as people, they'll search your soul, and if they deem you worthy, they'll teach you. If not, they'll kill you. Imagine if, like, that's how, like, school works. Imagine if, like, on the first day of school, every little boy and girl went in and they're like, 
la-da-da-da-da, first day of school, and the teacher was like, I'm gonna judge you. If I deem you worthy, I'll teach you. If not, I'll murder you. <laughs> I'd be dead, like, several times over if that was the case. <laughs> but they do this ritual. They go up. They present the eternal flame to the masters. Then Aang, like, flinches and allows his fire to go out. Uh, he and Zuko get into a little tussle on this pedestal of, like, Give me your fire! No! No! Grab your own! No! Stop cheating off me! Stop being stingy! <laughs> it's really great. I love it so much. And then, of course, both their fire goes out, and they're just screwed. Then the masters come out. It's the last two dragons! And they do that dragon dance, they're judged, they are deemed worthy, and then they blow that multicolor flame, which shows them the true meaning of fire, and it's really, really beautiful, by the way, and it makes this really, really poignant, really, really fantastic little final scene. Uh, I also love when the dude says, like, Now that you've seen our civilization, we have no choice to but to imprison you here forever. <gasps> Just kidding. But seriously, don't tell anybody. <laughs> and then the final scene, they do the dancing dragon in front of all their friends. And they make fun of them because they're doing a dance. <laughs> it's a sacred firebending form that's thousands of years old. Stop calling it a dance. Well, what's it called? The dancing dragon. <laughs> it's so, so good. I love that episode. And I'm going to wrap this up real quick because... American Horror Story is on in two minutes, and I really would really want to watch American Horror Story, and I'm really late in doing this episode. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 3 Episode 14, where I won't be rushed by American Horror Story. Talk to you then.